Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, beautiful human beings of the internet. I'm Lauren Elizabeth, and I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Just kidding. Obviously, the mood of today is, you know what my mood of today might actually be? Um, Irrelevant. Because I've never, like this, you're probably going to be like the coolest person I ever have on, which is like going out with a bang. Like I really need to, Joey, I need to get those subscribers early on in the game. I have a note. I have a note somewhere. It says, hold on. It says, Emmys lost question mark. Just because it was like, I was like, I need to remember to be like, what was it like going to the Emmys and like not winning? I think it's more important to know what it's like losing. Everyone knows what it's like winning because you get the stupid fucking speech. But so I have Joey King here today. And you know what I just realized? A lot of podcasts, they do like an intro. It's like Joey King, um, Ramona and Beezus turned Gypsy Rose. (laughs) You look like, right when you walked in, you look like Ramona and Beezus right now. Ramona Quimby? That's why I'm going for, like, French Ramona. Like, that's my, like, that's why I got extensions. So by the time people see this, they'll probably realize that you actually have extensions. Because you posted a picture on Instagram today. And it could easily have just been a photo shoot situation. But you fully got extensions. Can, I really got those, I've got, like, 300 pieces of someone else's hair. Okay, can you please explain why and what kind of extensions they are? Oh really? Wait, can I see? You touch it? Yeah. yeah. So oh my God, right Joey. And, I know. So I got them because I uh, I love my pixie cut, but I wanted to kind of let my hair like grow a little bit, and I wanted it to be able to go through its awkward, weird stuff in private. So <laughs> I covered covered her up. For, uh, it looks really good. It looks really natural, actually. Who did it? Uh, my hairstylist Dimitri Giannettos. He is amazing. He does Megan Trainer's hair. He does Camila Cabello's hair. Ooh. He's amazing. And uh, he's been my hairstylist for like several years now. Over five. He's oh, really? Great. He's wonderful. He's Greek. He's cool. Oh, I love that. He's funny. He's great. So he's like us. Besides Greek. Yeah. <laughs> Just cool. <laughs> Just cool and funny. So basically my mood is obviously, you know, a little bit irrelevant. But also I, I said excited as my mood. Oh, shit. Shit. We're going to cut this out. Hold on. Because I have the headphones in, so I actually can't really hear it. Oh, well, don't cut it out. This is interesting now. Is it, though? If the audio's actually... It was. (laughs) It's my favorite. I'm not going to lie. It's, like, actually my favorite. Yeah, I have an app on my phone. So if this audio isn't great, here's the thing. I'm 
I'm with a big star, so I'm not going to, like, scrap the episode. We're just going to, like, get through it together and then know when I have, like, a less relevant friend on. Maybe I should cut that out because then none of my friends are going to want to come on. Cameron's going to be like, no, I'll go on. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Hudson... Hudson's my brother. He should be home soon. He, oh yeah, that's not going to be a good thing. We don't do ASMR. Just like toss it. There we go. And then this is probably when people are like, maybe you should have gone, gotten a studio. I said, I specifically said I didn't want one because wouldn't you rather be doing this on my couch right now? One hundred percent. Like that's the mood. One hundred percent. No, it's great. I love it. And Nugget's choking. I love that we're on your couch. We got producer Nugget. We got producer Stella. Any minute now, Cameron will be here. My brother Hudson will be walking in. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I have a friend coming in town as well, so she'll be here in a few. I don't know if you'll still be here, but she'll get here at some point. Um, and so basically, like I was saying, it's going to be – this is a little hard for me because I want to keep structure, but at the same time, I'm with one of my good friends, and instead of catching up, I literally immediately put her on the microphone because – because we wanted to kind of catch up because there was things I was going to say that exactly been, like funny – yeah no (laughs) it's just hard when you're like when you're so funny you don't want the funny to run out before you get on because we're not going to pretend you're so which is honestly we'll get like i'm going to talk about that though because you play such dramatic (laughs) i don't think you can hear it but so you play in this is just a general tangent is you play like so many serious roles and just like actual stuff and then people always ask me they're like what is she like in real life i'm like I don't understand how she does that, but she must be so talented because she's actually actually hysterical and so weird in real life. Like you're not like a girly girl. Like no. you're just I like. Don't know what I'm classified as, but no, I'm not. Yeah, it's like weird. Like but you're. It's not like I pride myself on not being a girly girl either. Like I wanna. Like... I know you're wearing a barrette right now in your hair, and it's what? What time is it? It's nine eleven. I'm in my pajamas. You have a cute barrette in your hair. I have all day. I, oh my god. Okay, so what would you say? I was going to say, what is your mood? Let me tell you what my mood yesterday was. Okay, okay. So TMI, I'm ovulating this week. Uh, Oh, my God. I just have a period app. I don't know. Um, Oh. Yesterday, I was like, I was in the worst mood ever. And I was having a great day. Like, nothing was wrong. Everyone in my life was being wonderful to me. Mm -hmm. Nothing was bad. And I just had, like, the worst day. I was in such a mood. Everything was irritating me. Everything was annoying me. Then I checked my period app, and it was like, <laughs> it like literally was said, um, you, like, have you checked in with your emotions today? Today you might be feeling like you need to d- express your feelings more because you might be feeling more emotional than usual. And it honestly made me more annoyed. I was, really? I was like, how fucking dare you be so on point right now with how I'm feeling? It was like so bizarre. What is this, like an astrology app combined you know, with your it's period? Just, it's a hormonal What's it called? Uh, actually, I'm not going to lie. I don't even have the app on my phone. My boyfriend has it for me. So I don't oh, okay. Wow, so, that's like uh, actually a really good boyfriend because Cameron's the, Cameron's the type that goes, you took your birth control, right? Like if he really cared, download a period tracker. Honestly, why do I have to get asked that? I'm a 25-year-old woman. Come on, Cameron. Take note. Oh, God. My mood is irritable and irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> the two most amazing, important eyes. Um, so I basically i uh, was super annoyed yesterday okay and today i feel like a brand new woman and i cooked all day long so my mood today is um <laughs> is culinary like a mood domestic i'm i'm, a, I'm in a yes yes I'm in a very like you're ovulating you're cooking like you are like wifey material child bride oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes 
Because you told me that you were cooking and my immediate reaction was, are you okay? Yeah, it was, that's what you said to me. Well, because I said I, I was cooking so many things. Today I made octopus, then I made cake balls, and then I made, um, I made you. Yes. Uh, goat cheese stuffed dates wrapped in Which, by the way, are very good and I'm going to have another one. But they're like so rich you have to like take I, breaks. I brought a lot, but I, I didn't assume that you were going to eat all of them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's interesting because when I was younger and I would bake or cook, my mom would always come into the kitchen. She'd be like, are you depressed? Yeah, no, my mom like assumed she's like, you are not domestic at all. What the fuck is wrong with you? But like, I also. Yeah. 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 My... Oh, yeah. You told me that it didn't. Too salty. <laughs> But you, you had to tell people that you sous vide it. Sous vide it, right? Yeah, I think that that's how you do it. Yeah, it's, it's basically where you, it's where you, um. It's like a, it's like a cooker where, a cooker, oh my god. Isn't it just like you put it in a Ziploc? No, it's like a machine that you put in a big, like, pot of water, and it cooks it at a very specific temperature for a very long time. So it doesn't exceed the temperature that you set it at. Oh, okay. That's a Michelin star crock pot. It is a Michelin. Yes, it is. <laughs> right? And I, like, killed it. The only thing, I just over-seasoned it. Did, did you season it before you put it in the sous vide? Yeah, I seasoned oh, okay. it before I put it in the bag you cook it in. And I just, I, like, it said in the, in the recipe, be generous with your salt pour. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was it, like, a book for, like, people that live in L.A. that probably aren't using any salt? Right? You know what I mean? You're like, I'm a normal gal. You didn't have to tell me to be generous. That sounds about Morton, right, though. On it. Oh, that's good stuff. And then, like, just doused it. And there's only three tentacles per bag, so that was a lot. Where did you get the octopus? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up this tangent in a second, but where did you get the octopus? There's a fish market by my house. Okay, I, like, seriously, are you okay? <laughs> no, you know what? Maybe I'm not. I actually don't know. I think so. I'm very happy. You should be here. feeling yourself because, like, you got new hair. Like, I am feeling myself. You should. Today. Yesterday, I was. Okay, so now today we're, like, feeling ourselves a little bit. Like, my podcast launched today. I was very looking forward to coming here tonight. I was, I was like, looking forward to having you. Yeah. I usually cancel plans a lot, actually. Uh, not on you, obviously, but, like, just in general life speaking. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't make my massage. You're like, oh, actually, I don't need to get my nails done today. Those sounded like the most bougiest shit ever, but it's actually things I hate doing, so I cancel them a lot. But I just, like, have anxiety, and I don't want to leave the couch. But I was like, oh, my God, she's coming to my couch. And also, I need this Well, I came to your house for the super first time a couple of days ago for a for the birthday celebration for Cameron. Which is weird that it was the first time. I know, but I've been gone for four months, so we got excuse Right, that. big star, big star, big star. Uh, but <laughs> I, I was like, it's such a beautiful home. Thank you so it's much. It's so nice, and you just have such a good vibe here, and it smells so good that I was, you know, when you go to, you know when you make plans with other people's homes? You yeah. I really don't want to go. I was like, I can't wait to sit on her white couch. And, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I was making these dates uh, to bring here, and my mom was like, well, put it in one of those reusable Tupperwares. I was like, Mom, Lauren's house is really nice. I'm not going to put it in a reusable Tupperware. I want to make it cute. Wait, that's hilarious because it's on a really cute platter. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, when we finish the dates, there's a little, like, it's painted. It was hand-painted by my sister, and it says Aww. snag on it. Oh, my God, stop. By Hunter or Kelly? Kelly. 
Oh my God, so cute. I'm obsessed. So our moods are pretty obvious. We're both just kind of out of our minds, which is fine. But I feel like also like the mood is like cozy and comfy. It's like our first episode where we're really on the couch. I have a guest. Um, we have the dogs that are being annoying as hell. I know. I, I, I we're gonna. Okay. <laughs> we both just like instantly pulled the microphones farther away. It's fine. I'm just like I'm not a podcaster yet, you know. So it's like people. Well, no, I know I am now, but like I feel like people should just be a little less expectant of me yet because it's like you know I'm a new mom. I'm I'm a new mom of this podcast, and you guys should all just want to, Joey. <laughs> You're not helping. Like, this is why Cameron and I wish he was here because I really need him to take the dogs. There are a few things that I want to talk about that are my current obsessions of the week. Okay. And I know that cooking is one of yours, but while I'm talking about mine, maybe think of some other one. Maybe I'll spark some interest for you. Okay. So, my current obsessions, my first one is I'm obsessed with the fact that people only know how to ask boring questions on Instagram. And this is what I mean. I do Q&As all the time. I see people do Q&As all the time. And I get so excited. I'm like, I love talking about myself. Like, let's get, like, some really – Yeah, it's like, give me some, like, detailed questions. Give me some juice. Like, give me something where I can answer it in a funny way. Like, you might be thinking, oh, well, maybe you're not that funny. By the way, I want to, like, real quickly, because you're not going to do it for yourself. What? say on this podcast, Lauren's one of the funniest people Oh, my God. Around your living room, like, there were people actually here listening to me. Um <laughs> And not as if someone's like driving in their car listening to this, but by the way, you girl who's just like putting her AC on and drinking her latte while she's driving and listening to podcasts, Lauren's one of the funniest people alive right now. And that's coming from an Emmy nominee. That's from an Emmy nominee. <laughs> <laughs> the Emmys didn't happen yet. It's fine. You didn't lose yet. It's fine. I'm just <laughs> pretending that they actually didn't happen. But I just like I can't like I'm obsessed with the fact that like I don't even know what to do with my life anymore because I I want all this fan feedback like even for you I said like ask Joey King questions and it's like okay I guess I have to do some hard-hitting journalism because everyone asks the same two questions and so I'm obsessed with that I'm trying to figure out how to navigate that my second obsession is my friend Claudia Oshre she's one of the hosts of the morning toasts and I just said toasts as if there's more than one there's one that is very true. Very true. She, um, this is my new obsession and it's actually really great for people maybe with anxiety, like slim social anxiety. What she does is, you know, you know, when you get to that point in a friendship where you start calling each other yeah. and that takes me a while because I get, I could love you so much and it's still each chapter of our relationship. Yeah. And I, I, and I know, but I would have gotten like, if it was you, like if, if, if you called me probably a few months ago, I would have been like, why is Joey King calling me? But then if you text me, I'd be like, Hey, so you go on those stages. And so Claudia just like has the utmost, like just self-confidence and just like no regard. She literally, whenever she's done with the conversation, like in her mind, there's no rap. She just fucking hangs up the phone. So we will be on FaceTime. She's like, okay, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Gotta go. And then just hangs up. It's not even like making sure you're okay. And I was just like, and I, we've been on FaceTime and on the phone and stuff so much in the past few weeks because of this podcast. And she's at, like, she called me last night and I was about to be like, yeah. And like, anyway, like just go on a tangent and talk about stupid shit. And she was like, okay, that's all I needed. Uh, love you. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Just in the, before you can even say anything, she hangs up the phone. I like high key love that though. I'm because, obsessed with it. Right. Because part of me is like, n- no one is hating that. 
right? So like you, I don't hate it. Yeah. Are, are like, cool. Like, awesome. Like now we don't have to wrap it up being like, okay, all right, love you. All right. Okay. Well, I'll, okay. All right. Love you. Bye. Oh no, I love you. Yeah, exactly. And then she just gets, gets to the point and finishes up and then, and then it's done. Yeah. And so, it's just and like, it's, it's great for both parties. I need to start doing that more. I have a friend like that and I, But think about it. It's like, you know, when you like go to a party or you're networking and everything, you kind of have that social anxiety of like, oh my God, how am I going to wrap up this conversation and walk away? I don't. Yeah, no. Oh my God. (laughs) Joey, did I not tell you this? When we were at Cameron's birthday party, there were so many people. I said, oh, I I actually really have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And I was just trying to get out of conversation. And then they would never, I was like, oh my God, all these people never saw me go to the bathroom. Oh, it was the one that I did that you didn't come to. So basically, that's what I did with all the other people. I know you, you, I would have I would have never lied about. I would have probably asked you to come to the bathroom with me. But that's my obsession right now is just like really just having no time for just social like mannerisms and small talk. And if like the conversation's over, like just be the confident because like it almost made me feel like oh cool like you hung up on me like tight yeah I didn't want to talk to you either dude (laughs) I was like okay I see I see you my third obsession and my final obsession because I wrote down French manicure and then I actually ended up not getting one I did like more of a natural as you can see and it, and it can feel very tacky if you don't do it the right way. And I just, I, my friends from the Midwest are coming in town and no offense to them, but I don't think they understand the trend and they would have just thought I was tacky. <laughs> yes, I think the choice you made is- it's like, it's basically like a sheer nude. So it like, you can see the white part of my nails, which in a French manicure, but it's my, my natural nail. So it's fine. Okay. That is a teal. Let's not sell yourself short. Oh, it's totally teal. Honey, come on. My last obsession is I am an influencer that is highly influenced by influencers influencing. And well, I'm going to ask you about that later, but I got influenced because Kendall Jenner was like, there's a new moon product by moon, like whatever, like teeth brush company that she's attached to, who knows like what she has to do with it, but I'm here for it. I wish I was her, but I went to their website because I was just like kind of intrigued. I was like, what are they up to? They have teeth whitening wipes not teeth whitening teeth anti-stain wipes for wine drinkers and I was like oh my god I drink wine every single day I've noticed my teeth are getting less white I literally ordered two packs of these wipes well I haven't Joey I did it literally 30 minutes before you got here I'm just obsessed with the concept and I know that they sell these at like paper source and there's probably somewhere else to get them but the reason I wanted yes you know at the front when there's all those little knickknacks Exactly. You can grab a wiener dog tape dispenser and a teeth wipe. Yes. And you know what else you can get there? The um, wine glass that holds a full bottle. That's one of my favorite go-to that. gifts. I have seen that. One of the best gifts I've ever gotten and I've gotten for like three more people. I've seen you put your lemon water in there. I literally, you influence yeah. me so much. Oh my God. I wish, like, I wish you understood how much you I do understand. But like, anyway, the reason I wanted to give it a shout out is because like, I think that branding and companies are important. So like, even though there might be other stuff on the market, a let me know. I always love feedback, but also like, I feel like if Kendall Jenner uses them or probably just gets paid to pretend that she uses them, um, then like, I love a good package. So, you know, I'm here for it. I'm excited. I'll let you a hundred percent. It's all in the details. Like your, is that your obsession list? That's, that's it. Do you have any obsessions you want to add for the week? Um, just like anything you're doing, wearing, 
Because I feel like it's like, what is Joey King, Emmy-nominated, like, serious method? Well, not method, but so many people ask me if you were method. No, I'm not method. Yeah, you're not. I'll answer that. Answer that. You're, like... Mm-hmm. So that when I'm on set, it feels like I've done my homework, I can slip in and out of character, right. and I don't have to make myself crazy, because when I was filming the act, it was one of those things where if I had stayed in that mindset... You would have gone crazy. I would crazy, and I would have completely developed depression. I don't have depression, I'm very thankful that I don't struggle with that, but I know that if I had forced myself to stay in that headspace, it would have gotten really dark for me. Yeah. There were a few days where it was really hard to shake, and it was just like a very heavy feeling, but... For that reason, I'm, I'm not. Mad. Do you think that since you luckily don't like struggle with those type of things, that when you were on set, it was easy for you to not have it affect you? Like, or was it just like a good set and a good environment? Because like I even shot like you know a shitty horror movie, and it made me feel kind of like eerie and dark just being in that environment. Um, I think that I attribute the way that I felt on set so much to the people that I worked mm-hmm. with. Oh my god. Like as nice as she is freaking famous and amazing. Hudson! Ten out of ten with your Joey King's cooking. Well, we, we got into a tangent about the act, and I want to ask you more about that, but do you have any obsessions before we get into some current mood? Oh, no way. Was it a good shirt or no? Like a Forever 21 situation? Uh, I don't know. I think it was my sister's shirt. Um, okay. Obsessions. Um, my obsession right now is uh, olives. I really love olives. Shut up. I yeah. love olives. Let me tell you something, though. I, I hated olives my whole life until three months ago. And I was looking at a salad that somebody had. Okay. And I, and I felt something in my soul. Mm-hmm. Because there was olives on it. So uh-huh. So I bet you fucking like olives. <laughs> This is fucking growing up, everybody. When you have the accountability and the self-awareness to think, I bet you do like olives. And then you let yourself try them. Oh, my God. I'm so, was it um, a green or a purple? It was a black olive. Oh, a, bl- a fully black. Oh, so those are, to me, I think those are a little more bland. Okay. Oh my god! Every restaurant I go to, I order marinated olives, and Stop. now I'm fully immersed in. I like. I want to bathe in a vat of olives. Joey, I'm just like so happy for you because I love olives, and you know, even Hudson sometimes he's like, "Oh, I hate olives." Yet he loves tapenade. Do you know what tapenade is? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like full blown psychopath, serial killer. <laughs> I don't know if he's okay, but I love olive. You know what I do? I go to Whole Foods and I get like a little square container of cheese cubes and then a thing of olives. And then I make myself like a little, like the most micro cheese platter ever. Cause I'm not going to make myself a whole fucking cheese platter by myself, but you get a little salt, you get a little cheese. Well, yeah, it's like you have a hobby. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people that cook say they eat less because they're so busy cooking it or they don't want it by the time they're done. Which, by the way, makes perfect sense to me. Today, I did a lot of labor. And I'm, like, exhausted to the point where I'm like, I'm not 
you guys, she said that she was like, by the way, I'm going to be late. Like my octopus is taking longer than I thought. And I was like, what are you doing? Oh my god, I wrote that in my notes. I forgot to say that that Oh, we haven't done current mood yet. Okay, okay. that'll that'll transition us as well. It'll be next week. And I am very excited for Halloween. I love Halloween. Okay. You were great last year, by the way. Thank you. I was Voldemort last year. I'll post that on the as the episode picture. Oh I have one of us. I have one of us. Oh my god. What else was I supposed to be? Which by the way was a great way of coming up with something. We drove from like a wedding in Riverside, okay? talking i'm gonna look him up and see if i'm blanking yes we dated briefly when i was younger and it was great he's lovely younger aka seven yeah yeah. so he comes over to me and he like pats my shoulder and he goes hey great costume man stop and i went dylan dylan it's me oh my god it's me and so we had a whole moment where i was like freaking out and we he was like freaked out that it was me and then like we went over to say hi to his, his current girlfriend and she's so great too she's so sweet and we were like What's up? Can you believe it's me? Oh my god! I've been, but like my my favorite thing is like the first person that came up to was my ex boyfriend saying, and he just said, man. just like he thought you were just like a dude. And I could have gone, I could have said nothing, but I was like so like stoked. That yeah, like we just like one. yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 it's totally me. When I saw you, I was like fully freaked out. Like it was crazy. I know it was. You didn't look human. Like it wasn't even like a female male. One of the best nights of my life. Oh, that was also a really fun night. We were out of control, but. I think this ex-boyfriend of yours is before I was your friend because I have never seen this person in my life. Um, oh, yeah, my so, God. Sexual. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. 2.8 million followers. Wow. Okay. Oh. oh, I see. I see. Okay. Well, I love that all for you. And that actually brings us into current mood, which is spooky season. And so in my last episode, I said the only note that I wrote under current mood, because it was my first episode, I was like, current mood, it's fall. And I was like, thank God everyone downloaded this or else they wouldn't know it's fall. And now if they didn't download this, they wouldn't know what's spooky season. Oh, of course. Of course. And then spelled S-P-0-0. Spooky. Spooky. So let me tell you about because I told you I made cake balls today. Okay. I made spooky cake balls. Oh, you did. Setting in the freezer right now, but tomorrow I decorate them and they're going to be bloodshot eyeball cake balls. Oh my God. All of them. We're committing to all eyeballs? All eyeballs. Okay. Well, we sell a lot of eyeballs. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Oh. Oh my God. This was like so premeditated, Joey. I'm going, okay, I'm going to someone's house for dinner and they've got young children who love them. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. Yeah, I mean, like, 
honestly I tried one of the things I tried making I think when I was depressed was cake balls and like I didn't set them like overnight so they just crumbled everywhere I was like I can't do it I mean, listen, you're an actor. You get emotionally invested in things that really, aren't I'm really a part of real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, that too. I was trying to help you out there. Okay, so besides it being spooky season, I want to know if you have seen um, anything about Pete Davidson and Kaya Gerber because I read a page six article and then two hours after I read this article and it was just speculation and I was like, you know what? I'll just like say it, whatever. Like I'll see if Joey cares. And then my friends at the Morning Toast had a toaster in the wild, that's what they're called, that saw Pete Davidson and Kaya Gerber out together. Is that not the most insane thing you've ever heard? Like, she is 12. He is 47. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but that is not a match. That is not okay. You know that he was dating um, Margaret Qualley. Yeah. Huge. Olivia told me that Pete Davidson and Maria, Margaret Qualley, Maria, Maria Qualley, were dating like two hours before the article came out. And then, and then she was like, the article comes out and they don't know how it came out and I was like bro this is Hollywood and she goes no she goes was it was it you like did you tell anyone I got so mad at Olivia I'm sorry she's probably listening but I she was more I think having anxiety that someone thought it could have been her even though like there was no way it was like a two-hour gap and like she just told me press Right. Like, but like, did you actually use that as the threat? Because like, chop your head off. Chop your head off. I did because I didn't. Like, you know how? Right. You, you didn't want it to get real. Yeah. You know when you say something serious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking murder your family. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, dude, I'll fuck your boyfriend. Oh, well, like that's like, that's like even realer to me. If someone said if someone said like they'll murder like my family, I'd be like, ha If someone's like, I'll fuck your boyfriend, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Kill my mom, but fuck my boyfriend. <laughs> what are you thinking? That's when I draw the line. But they're like, all gonna die eventually. Do you wanna go? Like, are you kidding me? Is everyone in my family gonna die? Yes. Do you have to fuck my boyfriend? No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Okay, okay, I have a question for you. Okay. You have questions for me I do have questions for you. But but okay, so this brings me to a fun topic because um Oh, it brings you to a fun topic. This fuck your boyfriend thing. Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. A girlfriend of a boyfriend to meet his girlfriends. A 
aka someone like me when we first met. Okay, so this is actually a question because so, some people ask basically how you and I met, how Cameron and you met, and then do we? Someone I don't remember. I didn't write full questions, but someone said something like, um, <laughs> "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Someone said something of like, do you get jealous that Joey and Cameron are friends or do you get jealous that like Cameron has a girlfriend or like stuff like that? And I was just like, this is so interesting because like there was, it's just, it's just interesting. Wait, what was your initial question though? Cause now I'm on a, it was basically the same thing. What was it? Oh, meeting the girlfriends. I think it was very different with you to be completely honest, just because we have such a similar personality. And so I, it was, it wasn't something of like, Oh, I'm not intimidated. Like there was one moment where I like literally got in the car. I left Cameron's house. It was like two years ago and it was just you guys. And he was like, okay, like I'll be with Joey. And, then, and I was like, wait, am I naive? Like, am I stupid? Like, could they be fucking like and I got in the car and like I, you know and I made it up all in my head but so it's not like I was never like intimidated by it It was just I think that like our personalities clicked it wasn't just like meeting this girl that was like hi how are you I'm one of Cameron's friends like you know what I mean so it was one of those things where it was never like an immediate concern but like obviously him having girlfriend like I don't think people realize that Cameron and Joey are best friends like yeah like No. Well, now Cameron gets like really like Cameron's someone who's very he loves attention. Oh my god. And he just like we I'm afraid for him to walk in the door cuz he will be like, "Well, well, well. What are we doing in here?" And so I he's someone like we're like me when me and Joey like the other night Joey and I were up in my room just having girl talk. <laughs> We were having girl talk and Cameron came up and got so mad. Like, what did he say? He was like, well, first, I think he was, I think he thought we were like talking shit about him, which Which he always thinks immediately. But when, 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 okay, everyone who's listening, when you hear the term girl talk, everything your brain goes to is everything Lauren and I were talking about. Yes, yes, yes. And so we were talking. (laughs) Not like clothes. Yeah, it's ill. It's ill. So Cameron comes in and he was like, What are you guys talking about? We're like, Nothing. Like, <laughs> just like leave. And he was like so paranoid. Not only he was, and then he was like, No, this is stupid. Like, come out now. Like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, No, literally, like, just leave us alone. It was just like, because like at first he's like, Oh, like if you're having girl talk, then you're talking about me. And then I was like, I looked at him and I said, This is weird because it's almost like I think of you as like not only our peer, but like kind of his like sister. Because like Cameron only has a brother. He only has a brother, but like at the same time, what, I, I don't want you to talk about like your girly stuff in front of Cam, but like at the same time, it wouldn't be weird, no, but, but like it would. Do you remember when you were, you guys were at um, a, I won't say the name, but you guys were at a lunch or something and one of your ex-boyfriends walked up and do you remember this? Cameron was saying he was like, I went into like full protector mode. It was like before you were leaving to go shoot something like a couple months ago, you guys all went out to lunch. Yeah. Oh, yes. I guess I did. Remember that? Yep. And, like, Cameron, like, went out all into, like, beast mode of, like, if this guy doesn't say hi to everyone at the table and respect Joey, I will kill him. Cameron's, like, <laughs> so he's, this is why I love Cameron, though, because he's, he's like, passionate. He's passionate, and he thinks he's that guy. He's that <laughs> no, guy. he's not that guy. Okay, can I start asking you questions now? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, I guess I'll 
Okay, so what's... But no, no, I'm going to ask you about that topic. What was it like? Because some people said, like, what was it like when you met Lauren? Like, what's it like? And, like, I want to know, like, what it is like for you. Like, you've known Cameron longer than I have. So what's it like being best friends with my boyfriend and then having to meet his new girlfriend? Um, that's a good question because you make it sound like it was like, oh, I'm, this is my friend. Now I'm meeting the girlfriend. Oh, right. You guys aren't friends, right? Well, no, we're, <laughs> totally, we're totally friends. But, like, when, when you guys started dating, we met in a very funny way. I don't remember us meeting, by the way. Can you remind me? I was oh, okay. But I do remember. It's funny, but that's okay. I think that means we like have more meaningful experiences, and we just forgot about. That. Yeah, I, I can't think of it. I remember I was I was telling Cameron I was worried that you wouldn't like me, and I was so. I, why I was worried was because I was like, "Am I like obnoxious number one?" And I, I and I just thought, oh, I don't know. I was like, I don't want. I, I want him to feel like comfortable like there's like Cameron is like my brother and very much so 100% a brother to me so like I was like how do I address that without making it sound weird I want her to like me and I was nervous and I was telling Cameron I was like texting and I was like I just want her to like me like I just I really want her to like me I think I maybe like kind of knew that a little bit like it no no he's actually like so bad at details and gossip like I will have to pry him yeah. for like 10 to 15 minutes to like actually find out like the gossip behind the scenes with the boys but like okay so i was super nervous because i just wanted you to like me i was like if, if she doesn't like me that'll make me sad because like cameron obviously finds some special things first sorry and i want her to like i want to i want to buy like i want to hang and so i was nervous but then obviously it went really fucking well we like basically like instantly connected i was always like not like well, a yeah i'd say too because well i don't i'd almost say it's almost i think to like 12 months more so too because last summer well i'm a gimmick you want to go there dude (laughs) it's our our friendship is a baby okay it's a little baby and it's 12 months old like you know when people like have kids they're like my kid's 18 months (laughs) I'm going to start being like, happy 18th month anniversary, Joe. I count? I literally said a year and three months, and you said 18. Mm-hmm. I even know that, yeah. and I'm fucking stupid. I'm way stupider. There's actually no way. Um, but, yeah, like, we got really close, like, at my birthday last year just because we went through a lot together, and then you were busy for so long. Then we got closer and closer and closer, but it was never one of those things where we never instantly connected. It was just it took us a while because you're – a fucking superstar to get close. Hey, we're going to jump into questions with Joey because we could tangent and talk all day, but like, honestly, no one cares, but okay. First thing that I was going to ask you, because I obviously was with you, not physically, but on your journey with you and the whole like act and everything was coming out. And there were so many people that asked me so many questions on Instagram and obviously like you did so much press. And I remember the one thing you said that stuck with me is that you were so exhausted because like everything, everyone was asking you the same question. So it's like, is there anything that like no one ever asked you or like, is there anything like different that you feel that was like, like not like important, like nothing like hard hitting, but like just like anything you can think of from that experience that like you really haven't talked about, not in like a, Ooh, tell me something juicy, but just like everyone was asking you the same fucking thing. I feel like I know the answers to a lot of the questions that people ask me, you know? For sure. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. There was a lot of questions during the press tour, I guess you could say, because we were together with you and just a lot of press. Which is a tour. Didn't 
I got asked about the physical transformation a little bit, but I didn't get asked about it a lot. Really? Because a lot of people, like, Instagram. Physical, yeah, physical, they, they were like, the wheelchair, the head shape. Mm. But they weren't, and like, I, I lost a lot of weight before I did the act. Oh, I know. I like, did like a, like, I like, like, wanted it to be like, hey, this girl's been living in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and eating food her whole life. Like, right. Do you think that people didn't notice it because you were in the wheelchair, though? Maybe. And also, I had, like, a lot of clothes on. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think that people just, like, it wasn't something I really talked about in my... Because I didn't want to be like, oh, you lost a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it just sounded like a weird thing to talk about. And it's also mostly, like, it. it's, like, when guys lose a lot, too. They're like, look at Matthew McConaughey. He's, like, so thin. Exactly, exactly. And, like, you know, for girls, I think it's just a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Well, even people were saying about the voice, too. And people asked you about that a lot. People asked me about the voice. Um, One thing that is interesting is that I didn't do the voice in the audition. Oh. I was asked not to. Um, Which I will talk. I've been asked about this before, but it is so interesting to me still. I haven't heard this. Sorry, you're my friend. I don't watch your press interviews. (laughs) I just listen to what you tell me. (laughs) Imagine if, like, all my watch history is, like, you. Yeah, you go on, like, your, like, search. Exactly. Um, anyway, but I um, so I wasn't asked. I was asked specifically to not do the voice. Okay. Um, because they didn't want it to feel like because they were auditioning a lot of actresses and they were worried that if they asked people to come in, they'd be focused less on the talent of the person coming in and more so on mm-hmm. their voice. Right. If the person didn't nail it. It could feel like someone was making fun of her or trying to make light of this voice instead of. Just finding someone who could just do the voice. Exactly. Um, so I understood that, but part of me, because I did a lot of research before the audition, was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do the voice. So I honestly could not even tell you what I sounded like in the audition. I don't remember. I was so nervous. Really? I was, because I read the first script, and I was like, I don't know. For some reason, I just like assumed you got a direct offer. And for those who don't know, it's basically when you're a big superstar and they're doing like a big project, a lot of like really big named actors can get a direct offer, which means they don't have to audition the production or whoever just automatically wants them. But you, you auditioned for this. I had to audition for this. Okay. Oh no, that might be Cameron. Um, so I was fresh off of kissing Luke Cunningham, and yeah, he's literally staring at us through the. <laughs> Can we help you? I was just fresh off of kissing Luke Cunningham. Which yes. Was very exciting for me, um, because that had a huge impact on the world. And you also gained ten million followers on Instagram. Yes, which is bananas. What's um, <laughs> like, insane? I remember that. I remember the day that, like, it started happening. Cameron and I were on my gray couch in Brentwood, and we, like, looked at your Instagram, and we were just like, holy shit, what's going on? I was not on your gray couch, but I was thinking the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, um, I, yeah, I was very excited by everything. It hit this major chord with people, and it just, like, connected with so many people, and I was so thankful for that. Um, and I was so excited that I had gotten the audition for the act because mm-hmm. I think that after coming off of a role so different from the act that I would be even given the audition. 
Um, so I was really nervous. Well, because I wanted to really prove myself that I could do something that was a complete 180. Which that's what, like what I I think about you and like your acting career is so, stuff that's like so serious and so just on that level. So what was it like? And now I feel like such an interview host, but no, I genuinely I genuinely want to know like what was it like going back to because you just shot it, it's you finished la- last week, right? No. What was it like going back to the kissing booth too after you just did the act with like Patricia Arquette and like being nominated for Emmy and like not that the kissing booth too or the kissing booth in general are bad but like they're just totally different genres of movies um it's just what it is it's not like oh like i am doing the act now and that's the time kind of work i need to do it's just about readjusting to a completely different mindset because doing the act was a very um very slow pace mm-hmm. i mean not slow pace it was fast paced it was a tv show but we but i took my time i was able to take my time there was no comedy beats Mm. There's no beats to hit, really. Right. It was feel the moment, make it as authentic and real as possible, and let yourself go to really horrible places. Oof. And take your time going there. And that was my life for five, six months. Yeah, that, which, by the way, you shot for so long. You shot for so long. But then, um, so then I go and do Kissing Booth 2, which mm-hmm. is wonderful, but it's just about getting, it's, there's, it was just about getting back into the rhythm of, you now need to hit beats for comedy, and you need to Which, it's a mindset that I love. Playing Elle Evans was genuinely, like, one of the best experiences of my life. Kissing Booth 1 was, like, oh, is always going to be one of my favorite experiences I've ever had. So getting to jump back in was super exciting for me, but I was nervous because of how much my, like, world had changed as far as how to hit comedy beats and where, like, where my mind was going. Because I had just, just, I finished the act in... Uh, early February, mm-hmm. I started shooting Kissing Booth in April. It was cr- like I feel like so, I didn't even see you between the two of those things. Exactly. So, like you were barely in LA. That's why I was nervous to go do Kissing Booth too, because I was like, "Can I do this again? Like, am I gonna, right? Am I gonna blow it? Like, are people gonna who watched the Kissing Booth one and loved it gonna hate me?" But then I then I got in my groove and I had and you had a wig and I had a wig and I had so much fun and I really think that like. I'm very excited for people to see the second one. What was it like for you, not only going back from the act, but going back with obviously people you already know and new people? Yes, I understand the question. Fabulous. The beating around the bush. Of the <laughs> um, I, I, I know what everyone wants to know, of course. Um, and yeah, it was. Let them yeah. down real quick. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about myself and I like grew as an actor I grew as a person on this and obviously going back and shooting with one of my real best friends in life which is Joel Courtney who plays me mm-hmm. was phenomenal he is just like one of my favorite co-stars I've ever had oh okay he is so he's such a great actor can I tell you something really quick yeah Callum Worthy yes who was in the act I was in a digital series with called the boonies and so i acted with him and you acted with him in the same you know like um line sheet capacity like actors so i i'm basically on my way to an emmy (laughs) okay no stop stop but so 
I don't know, like, the storyline for The Kissing Booth 2, but, like, if you were to say maybe have to kiss someone you've already kissed before and don't kiss in real life, do you think, are you okay? Am I okay? I'm okay now. Thank you. Um, But you're an actor, so it doesn't matter, right? You're asking what was it like to kiss somebody that I kissed off camera in real life. On camera. And on camera. Which a lot of us actors, as in, I don't really act anymore, but um, it's a real thing. very much like a freaking huge fan of the kissing booth myself mm. it's like really narcissistic but i am like no but if you like it I, yeah I, I like that's my nightlight at night sometimes stop like, yeah because i want to watch i don't want to watch something that i'm like oh i don't know what's gonna happen i'm really invested in, like right i see what thing they're baking on the great british baking show <laughs> i've already that's what stresses joey king out but like i've seen the kissing booth so it's my nightlight at night it's a great movie oh Going back and doing that and making the sacrifice of every obviously what everyone is thinking about and yeah. not out, outwardly addressing, but what I'm kind of on the sly addressing, making those sacrifices was totally worth it. And you know what I will say is Cameron and I, you know, Cameron acts and he has to do stuff and he Cameron just shot something, but luckily he didn't have a love interest. And mm-hmm. it's just we're all this, like there's this weird profession where you have to do things like that are very intimate with people that either you know, you don't know that you've dated, that you haven't dated, that you don't like, you like whatever. Yeah. And Cameron and I one time shot a music video together and we're fully in love and we're fully dating. And we were on set and we had to like make out for the camera. It was literally the most unromantic thing. And this is me making out with someone that I'm fully in love with. Yeah, I think and it still is so unromantic. What people don't realize is makeup scenes, sex scenes, all of the above, it's a, it's a choreographed dance, essentially. It's not... I like I hate to break it but like because even one of the first things that I did it was like a shitty rom-com for YouTube Red or whatever and I had to make up with this guy and it was more so like okay like pick her up more at this point and you're focusing on making sure you're doing the right things as opposed to like intimately connecting with this person so was it Ramona Beezus oh my god I was a What? Do you have to like sign something for that? Uh, like a consent or something? Probably your mom did it. Um, <laughs> love, I, love her. Love Thank you, mom. It's work. Should we be excited for the movie? You should be excited. Okay. Because I love work and work is good. And the work was good. If you think it's good, then it should be good. I need to really know something. And I'm actually, it's actually funny because my friend Jackie, also from The Morning Toast, can you tell I only talked to Claudia and Jackie? Um, She sent me the same thing on Instagram. But this is one of the first things I wrote down on my phone yesterday is just, do you still talk to Selena Gomez? And but look at this, it, it's in my phone. Uh, do I still talk to Selena? Like, how do you like go from like being like I, I saw that press video? It's like I love my little sister. Oh, I love Selena, and it's like 
but this leads into my other question. Let's do a two for her because do you tell, talk, talk to Selena? Obviously you were too young to probably ever exchange numbers. It's been so long, blah, blah, blah. But also this goes into the thing of like, I just realized today for the first time, because I always forget that you did that. Like Ramona Beezus. How are you not a weird child star? Oh, like, th- no, but like, no, I, I, mean, I totally like forgot, like, just cause I know you so well. And like, I'll dress as one it's just weird. So, Mm, you had a flip phone or something? I, I had a flip. I got a flip phone when I was two and a half. Oh. I, I had her mom. My mom had her mom's number. You know, all that stuff. But anyway, we, we exchanged numbers when I was when I got my first phone, whatever. Um, Selena and I do not really talk anymore. You should reach out. I should. You know what, though? Not because of... Like, Clout. No. No. Because... Uh, I just think I, she needs to be checked in on. She changed her number a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I follow her on Instagram. I think she's amazing. I love her. And I'm like, if I saw her on the street, it would be... It would be fine. It would be normal, right? Wonderful. Well, because, you know, I talked about this in my last podcast episode. Like, LA is super, super weird. Like, it would not be completely crazy if Selena Gomez saw you on the street and acted like she didn't know you. Like, that would that would be, like, just, like, LA being its psychotic self. Yeah. And I was like, all right, like, I'm going to chop it up to we're at an event. And like if you and Selena Gomez were on a red carpet, but like a few people away, like it wouldn't be shocking if she just walked by you, even though you fully shot a movie oh, together. I feel like her and I, it was actually quite, I mean, I'm still such a huge fan of her. And I, she's so I pretty. Ever think that she's one of the sweetest people ever. She, um, she was, I'm so thankful to her because she made the experience of do you remember it? I remember it. I remember How old were you? I was nine, and I remember it like it was literally yesterday. Joey, I don't remember anything from when I was nine. Let me tell you, though. I don't remember shooting a, a decent portion of my films. I remember Ramona and Beavis like it was yesterday. Really? It was the best experience for me. I remember it so well. And I remember it in a way of not like, oh, I was nine, and it was wholesome, and I'm very happy. <laughs> I it as if, if I was Joey King now, 20 years old, on the Ramona and Diva set, I remember it like, oh my god, I'm 20 years old and this is still the best thing ever. Wow. It was so wonderful. And well, she had such, she was 100% one of, if not the biggest reason it was so wonderful. Wait, so you're 20, mm-hmm. but then Selena Gomez is only, she's so like. was nine, she was 16. So, mm, five years older than you? Seven. Oh, seven years older? Yeah. Sorry, I don't do math. That's like not that bad. No. But when you're nine and sixteen. Of course, of course, of course. Now if I saw her, I'd be like, okay, what's up? But um, but no, I we don't really keep in contact anymore. But I've run into her over the years, and it's been just wonderful. She's just really. She's always in and out of the scene too, you know. She's always in and out of the scene, but she remains to be like her reputation is so great because. Mm-hmm. She's but so what What do you think it made you? Because, like, I feel like you, you know, yes, you did Ramona and Beezus, and you've been working since you were so young, but, like, you weren't on, like, Disney or Nickelodeon unless you were, and I totally forgot. Like, you weren't on, like, a series regular show, right? No, I, I was in, which was a highlight of my life, two episodes of The Sweet Life of Zach and Jack. Shut the fuck up, you were? Oh, my God. Truly living the dream. But that's, but that was it. 
But so, like, you've been working, though. And, like, obviously I know your family, but, like, what do you, like, how did you, like, you're already 20. And, like, yes, you still have so much more in your 20s to go. And, like, you're just blowing up right now. But, like, I couldn't, I would literally jump in front of a car before me saying like oh joey king's gonna go down the dark path or whatever like how do you how are you growing up in the same industry as all these people that have like all this crazy shit happening to them and i like forget that you were even a child star because you're so normal Right. I um I'm very happy that like it's a huge because this is something that is brought up a lot of my interviews lately. Really? Yeah. People are like, How are you a child star that's so normal? And I'm like, Am I a child star? I guess I was. But I think it's like different because like yeah, you had Ramona and Beezus and you did like Sweet Life and all this stuff, but like you were never one of those people that's like going out of your way to be in front of the paparazzi and like dating this A list guy until like the kissing booth and then the Emmys and like all this stuff. So it's it's not like you're peaking or anything like that. And like I use those words for myself because I like to you know demean myself. But <laughs> I think like you've just I think a lot of people forget that acting actually is a job. It's not just something that makes you famous. And so for you, you've just been working. I think what for me is like fame was never the goal. A hundred percent. And I feel that a lot of maybe the reason why people go downhill so quickly and so unfortunately is because fame was the goal. Mm -hmm. And so they get caught up in the excitement of, you know, you can go to this club when you're 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so, like I, I can't stress this enough. Like, she is someone who's actually saying this, and like, it's true. Like, I feel like there's so many people who are like, yeah, like I didn't want to be a part of that, but like, secretly we're like doing like, like you just like actually didn't do that. Like, you know what I mean? No, that's true. I didn't. I didn't. And I like, I'm, I'm proud of it too. I guess because like I didn't know it was something to be proud of because I was raised by really good people. Yeah. Who didn't let. Mm-hmm. It could have been, but it was never my reality, and it was something that I wasn't even aware I was making a conscious decision of because it was just I was raised like a normal girl, and um, my goal was never fame. My goal was to be like the women I admired so much who are Academy Award winners. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe, like literally, cannot believe I was nominated for an Emmy this year with the people I was nominated with. Um, I just got the chills throughout my whole body. Like, Of course. That for me was like such a significant moment, way more significant than like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example of like a famous person. I can't, but you know what I mean. Because you just don't care. You can't even think of it. But do you think, so did, this is a random question mostly for myself. I don't know if anyone like thinks this, but your sister Hunter is also an actress. And so did you guys start both acting since you were kids? Yeah. All, me and all, both of my sisters. Oh, Kelly too? Oh my god. And so after that she was like, Okay, I think I'm good. Shut up. Yeah. She was like, I think I'm done. I think I'm 
done. I want to do something else with my life. That is absolutely amazing. College, double majored, graduated cum laude, and is now an employee at Netflix and loves every second of it. So that's how you got Kissing Booth, huh? That is exactly <laughs> Oh, really? Dude, that's so cool. You have an amazing family. And you live with all of them? Or... But Hunter is engaged. So does... Wow. So you come from a great family. <laughs> Her fiance lives with you. My brother lives with me. We all just like, we're girls that keep it in the family. And Cameron's your brother. And Cameron's my boyfriend. Sometimes he's your boyfriend. Sometimes he's my brother. (laughs) Or my brother. Or your brother. It's fine. But those, my brother and my boyfriend are in the backyard. One of my best friends just got in town. She's Instagram storing the dogs. No, I'm like, I'm so, you know, you know, I'm thankful for Cameron in my life for many reasons. Why? Stop, Joe. I literally. I can't. Hunter's fiance, Nico. Love him. My sister's fiance, one of his best friends in life growing up, Mm -hmm. Sarah. And they've been friends since they were in like high school, and they've like it's just like one like real like girlfriend. Uh huh. And now him, and now Sarah and Hunter are fucking like best. Oh really? Yes, and like it kind of reminds me. So, like, you want to be best friends? Wait, what's the stepbrother's quote? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Did, did we just want best friends? Wait, do you want to do karate in the garage? Um, <laughs> More room for activities. Yeah, do you like watch bowling? Um, so, I don't know. It just kind of reminds me of that. It honestly Hunter, does. Hunter, Lauren, and Joey. Oh, my God. It, like, just classic American names. Classic, just well, friendships. Not- oh, I mean, for a uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey, I love you so much. You have no idea. I think this podcast could easily be three and a half hours long. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, are we done already? This was so cool. No, Joey, I've been looking at the time. What is it? What is it? Well, I had to pause it, so it's a minute and 53 seconds right now, but it's over an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought I <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. But, like, I want you to come back. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're, I just want you to know you're coming back because even one episode isn't enough for us to talk about all the debauchery in our lives. I love you so much. Is there anything you want to promote while you're on to the few listeners? <laughs> oh, oh, Besides, so the Kissing Booth 2. Kissing Booth 2 is coming out next year. Follow you on Instagram. Sure, if you want. You already have 10 million. Might as well add a few more. I mean, it's, a, it's a party. If you, I mean, <laughs> I, the captions are weird. Oh, great, Sal. Oh my god! Well, and express the anal plants, but anal? What? oh my god! I'll t- oh, anal plants. Yes. Oh god, I was like, Are we about anal no. That's the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a five star review. Go follow Joey. Watch her career blossom, and watch mine stay where it is on the iTunes and Spotify and everywhere. That's hysterical. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Wednesday. Bye.